This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. So good to have you with us here on this Friday afternoon, kind of a blustery one. Get some wind and more rain coming our way. Batten down the hatches. Most of those leaves that are still on the trees, I guess, might just be gone after this weekend. But um, we hope to hear from you, whatever's on your mind. As always, 360-676-5464. Lots to discuss. And everything's on the table. You just make the table here on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And Jim in Bellingham listens to Dennis Prager. Yes. Has, he always detours this me. rolling today. Okay, you you, uh, you have a you have a train of thought, and then he he sends you off on a on a side track, huh? Well, yes, I was. Gonna, I well, had a uh, article I read on Counterpunch yesterday. It was about people that love Donald Trump, and so I was going to try to commiserate with him a little. And I think the best thing is it was kind of a negative article, but it ended fairly optimistic. Uh, but I, I think there's different types of people that love Donald Trump, you know, I, and we can commiserate that, you know, they do, but I don't think they're all the same cloth, you know, like uh, one person I re- heard a while ago, or his, a man and woman in Tulsa, they like Donald Trump, and then they went to his uh, rally there, and the uh, father of the uh, daughter, he died of COVID, and so then she said, well, I'm no longer supporting him. So there could be a lot of things like that. As far as Dennis Prager is Died concerned, of because what did he uh, contract the illness while he was at the the rally, or because of what yeah, was said at the I rally, think, or I believe so. And Herman Cain also was attributed to kept dying because of COVID yeah. because he was there too. Oh yeah, that Tulsa outdoors okay. back in twenty twenty. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So anyway, I'll just mention a couple things. Uh, I, one thing I noticed that Dennis Prager and people on his side, you know, essentially the right, they always start lately at October 7th, like, you know, that was the, the Hamas's attack uh, that killed uh, over a thousand uh, Jewish people. Uh-huh. And uh, so if they, if they always started October or November 7th, no, October 7th, then they're leaving out the whole history, which I've mentioned uh, that happened before them, and they never have any opposition that really is forceful like Norman Finkelstein, Michael Nauman, Dom Chomsky, and then there's others too. So I I wish uh, we could get more of a uh, less of these monologues and have a few people actually have to be answered in real time, you might say, by uh, someone that, it, that differs from them. And uh, I'll just stop with this one. Uh, he also talks about a police state, Danish D'Souza, who was, uh, I think he was convicted of some criminal crime, but he's a fairly well-known right-winger. Uh, he, he was he a tax, a, tax evasion or something, wasn't it? I, I, something like that. Uh, but he's done a, a little podcast thing about where we're coming to a police state. you know. And Dennis Prager does not seem all that perturbed by that because he is on the side of the wealthy, even though he wants to portray himself as a man of the people. Uh, he never talks about Cop City, why he should oppose that if he's so worried about a, a police state because in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, near there, they're, you know, ruining the environment and they're having all these uh, school for future police that are like militarized. You know, we already have a lot of that anyway, militarization, all the equipment that's from the army and, and so forth. So okay. he doesn't really sound like it bothers him. And uh, other than that, I could go on, but I'll uh, get off the air. Thank you again for letting me uh, talk. Okay. All right, Jim. Yeah, I I guess the the police state cares scares you <laughs> if you're the if your your party isn't in power. I or the the people. I don't. I'm, I don't. I just. But uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, that uh, yeah. I, when it comes to Israel and and uh, Palestine, I obviously the the conflict didn't ha- didn't start on October seventh, and uh, this has been festering for some time. Uh, well, sometime it's been going on for decades and decades, and uh, and with no end in sight, no end to the hostility in sight. I, I we had a caller the other day um, who talked about uh, 
uh, Palestinian children being taught to hate Israel and to uh, pine for its destruction and and uh, basically creating new Hamas fighters. And uh, you have to wonder, though, and I, 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 you know, I saw uh, today articles where, um, you know, the members of our security, uh, uh, you know, our security folks here in the United States concerned that what is, you know, Israel's response to the October 7th attacks will have that same effect. And um, I'm not saying that Israel shouldn't have responded. I'm, it's unfortunate, though, that uh, 1212 or 1400, we're seeing different numbers, but 12 or 1400 Israelis killed in horrible fashion. But then uh, the response leaves thousands of Palestinians dead, and there hasn't been a, a, an exact count and probably never will be. But um, then that does not reflect on Israel or enhance its standing in the world. Uh, I, I mean, overall, um, uh, because obviously there are people that will uh, be on the side of Israel forever but uh, and will not back down in any way, shape, or form. But uh, uh, that, that's just a reality. But uh, let's see. Who, go to another call here. Lou in Linden is on the line. Hey, Lou. Yeah, hi, Joe. Uh, hi, Joe. We, we got to not fall into the trap of reciprocity arguments. For example, during World War II, Joe, we, the American people, did not worry if we were killing way more German and Japanese civilians than they were killing of our civilians. In fact, the Japanese and Germans didn't bomb any of our cities in that war. We saturate bombed Tokyo and many cities, including two cities with nuclear bombs in Japan. We saturated bombed the cities of Germany. So we did that to, because we needed to survive, Joe. And, it'll, and Israel is in the exact same position. The Iranians should be warned. And here's the warning for them. Germany gave Israel four submarines. It'll, uh, Israel has retrofitted those submarines with nuclear-tipped missiles. So even if Iran and their buddies, their proxies, Hezbollah and Hamas, managed to seriously damage Israel's military on land, they still have four nuclear submarines equipped with nuclear missiles, and they will wipe out utterly and completely Iran's and their mullahs and all the other Nazi fascists who are threatening them. So that's just a friendly warning to the people out there. Well, I... (laughs) It just it doesn't sound like the scenario we want, uh, and and I understand. I don't think you can draw parallels between World War II and and the Israeli Palestine standoff, and I, I they're two different situations, and this can be resolved peacefully, uh, and and obviously Hamas is not the player that will help that along. I don't think that they're a partner for peace, and they won't. Uh, they likely will not reach a peace agreement. On the, on the Israeli side, I mean, I have to be honest that uh, when it's made overtures to peace, as uh, we saw back in the early 90s, uh, Itzhak Rabin was assassinated by a radical Israeli who didn't like his, um, his uh, Rabin's uh, efforts to uh, resolve this conflict. So I, uh, there, there are extremists on both sides, and to say that they need to firebomb, and I don't know that that's what you're saying, Firebomb Gaza fire, and, and nuke uh, Iran. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's. What the, I'm saying is the issue is not civilian casualties, Joe. It is Israel's survival. They are on the verge of being exterminated by Iran if they get nuclear weapons. And Hezbollah and Hamas will gladly help Iran exterminate. Every I, Israeli I, 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 Israel has has. Uh, it's pretty well known. They've never admitted it, but Israel is pretty well known to have nuclear weapons, and they won't hesitate to use them if they feel they're threatened. I think that's a, I, 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 I don't know that that's a concern. Ultimately, that obviously Israel has to be worried about its uh, these any sort of existential threat. But uh, Iran, it, I, I, well, we're getting pretty deep into it, but. What are your thoughts about this or any other issue? We we got open lines here on KGMI Connects 360-676-5464. Back in just a moment. 
your kitchen, the heart of your home, where you gather for conversation and enjoying time with friends and family. Is your kitchen tired, well-loved, in need of an update? Westside Building Supplies' extensive offering from Canyon Creek Cabinet Company can give you the kitchen you've always wanted. The experience and friendly staff is ready to help from design to installation. My wife and I love to entertain and wanted an updated kitchen that met our needs. Shopping for new cabinets can feel overwhelming, and we really appreciate the way Tara listened to our needs, provided great insight, design options, and walked us through the entire process, offered suggestions for efficiency and function, and even emailed us a 3D image of what our new kitchen would look like. The installation was smooth and efficient. We love our new kitchen and would highly recommend Westside to anyone looking for new cabinets. Reimagine your kitchen with Canyon Creek Cabinets from Westside. Stop in today on The Guide in Linden and at westsidebuildingsupply.com. Now is the time to upgrade your mattress and save big during DeWard & Bodie's Black Friday Early Access Sale. Shop now to upgrade your mattress and get the rest you deserve before the busy holiday season. At DeWard & Bodie, experience the largest selection of in-stock mattresses in Whatcom County. From Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy with over 35 beds on display. Get the best savings of the season with early access to Black Friday prices on mattresses of all sizes. Save on adjustable bases, boxes, premium pillows and sheets and so much more find deep discounts on floor models and closeout mattresses with savings up to 50 percent off plus keep the cash you'll save and pay no money down and no interest for up to five years on select mattresses deward and Bodie will deliver set up and haul away your old mattress for free now is the time to upgrade your mattress and save big during deward and Bodie's black friday early access sale at the main showroom in bellingham on the guide next to marshall's financing oac offer qualifications apply Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and I'd like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m., and we can show you how to set your family up for success. I'm Secretary of State Steve Hobbs. Voting for the general election ended November 7th, but results are not final until counties certify later this month. Your local election office will continue receiving ballots that were postmarked by Election Day and will make sure every valid vote counts. Check the status of your ballot by visiting votewa.gov. That's V-O-T-E-W-A dot G-O-V. Sponsored by the Office of Secretary of State and aired in cooperation with the Washington State Association of Broadcasters and this station. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Now we are, and uh, oh, wind's starting to kick up there. I can always tell I, our studio looks right out uh, our front door here at our KGMI and Cascade Radio Group stations. And the front door kind of always is, is sucked open a little bit when it gets uh, really windy. And some, if it's really windy, it gets thrown open. Now we have put a rock in front of it but i uh, hope to hear from you whatever's on your mind here on this friday afternoon as the as the man said 360-676-5464 our phone number and john in bellingham joins us hi john oh good afternoon joe yeah good to have you well you know, understand you know people i heard the other callers talking about dennis Prager said this and the common wisdom on israel uh palestinian uh lack of uh agreement uh-huh which has been a, it's been, it's a festering wound that's been festering for long before we were born. Yeah. <laughs> um, to understand it correctly, it, people talk on these lines of thinking, but it assumes a, a high degree of knowledge that's never mentioned. So for me, I always backtrack it. It goes back to Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar. Abraham had two, two wives. His first wife was Hagar, I mean, Sarah. Uh-huh. And um, now she was actually his Abraham's oldest brother's daughter, who was Abraham's niece. And she had a brother named Lot, um, okay. who ended up in the cave with two of his daughters. You've probably heard that story, too. And, uh, Sarah was an extremely beautiful woman, physically gifted. And... Um, 
her father, um, Nahor, was murdered by Nimrod, uh, martyred by Nimrod for refusing to worship multiple gods. Long story there, but that's just some of the background okay. of the history of the family of Abraham. Now, his first son was Ishmael from his wife, Hagar, who was actually the, the servant, the maid servant of Sarah. Okay. With Sarah's permission, okay? And then, and then uh, he was named Ishmael. And then Sarah had a son named Isaac when Ishmael was 13. And these are in the, the Bedouin tents in what is today Palestine and Israel. That whole area was his domain. Okay. And he dug a number of significant wells. He bought a burial site near Shechem. And uh, a very rich history. I always recommend people you study Abraham. You will begin to understand. And the thing is, Ishmael despised Isaac. When That's what it says, the history of it. Mm-hmm. And so Abraham sent Hagar. Now, Hagar was a, an Egyptian woman. And he sent her away because of the conflict between Ishmael and Isaac at the... Sarah demanded it. It's a very interesting story mm. about these men and women's lives. Another thing that's interesting, when uh, at one point, um, when the, uh, the five kings, uh, four kings that come down and uh, to the five cities of the plain, which is Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, Admin, Zeboam, and Zoar, and captured all those people, including Lot, and took Lot, and Abraham heard about it, and he took gathered an army together with a couple of his friends in that area. And they went and got him back. But one of the kings they were fighting was Hammurabi of the Hammurabi Code. Hmm. So this is the ancient wisdom. So it has an aspect of a linear um, connection with uh, the divine providence, the divine will. And understanding it, unless a person approaches it from, you know, you don't, everyone can do it their own way. But yeah. I would say it's one of the rich, deep, powers, powerful understandings that give people who look at it and uh, understand it to see why. Now, there's also a little nugget that's still there, okay? It, under the North Mount, directly under the cross hole of the Messiah, is the Ark furniture, the Ark of the Covenant, the furniture from Mount Sinai. And um, that will be revealed. We're coming up upon you know, now I'm looking forward, okay, because that's the great power of the Scripture is uh, the living force of the universe, living deity of the universe, gives us that view forward. So it's not a big mystery what's going to happen over there. It's not a big mystery at all. And I'll just end it with that, but I'll just say, so, so you, you, you must you, go you, back and study the childhood of Isaac. Uh, well, Sarah's son and the childhood of Ishmael. Okay. They've always been competing. They've always got along. They'll get together and have uh, peace conferences. And that's what we're in. We're involved in those generational differences of uh, ideology that can be solved by um, elections or whatever. I mean, that all helps. I'll just say this. There is quite a bit of evidence that points to the fact that the Israelis allowed this to happen, that it was probably a site. Actually, really appears they were supposed to be Hamas was supposed to be coordinated with Hezbollah, and they were going to destroy Israel. But the raid that they had, the party where all those Israelis were killed, these young children, and everyone, mm-hmm. the Hamas jumped the gun on the attack. Now, where where Amazingly. where have you been okay. seeing if this you want to dig theory? To it, this uh, um, I I, the, I don't know how it comes out. Okay. They both have a right to be there, but they both have to recognize that right. I wish there was well, some exactly. way I, I, to have a peacemaker come along and settle mm-hmm. it and, yeah. and get the people talking. And right. Doing, right. I mean, no one's right and no one's wrong. Okay, I mean, I'm not going to... It's not uh, he's right or he's right, right or whatever. It's, it's not... It, yeah. I, we must bring peace there. There's no point in what's going on. I wish we had a strong leader. Uh, in the, the presidency, but we have a very uh, marginally functioning person there. Just on, just on a, cr- a critique of, I mean, okay. <laughs> anyway, Joe, you go with it. <laughs> okay, John. Well, I, I mean, I appreciate your, your 
your your history lesson there, and it, it is interesting that all three of these major religions, Christianity, Islam, and and uh, and uh, and the Jewish faith, all they all were all descendants. They're all descendants, are they not, of Abraham and and uh, these early biblical fi- figures, if if you if you can accept that, and. Um, and just how these religions diverged, and um, but there's so much at play in Israel and um, and uh, between Israel and the Palestinians, and the rest of the world for that matter. Um, it's it's political. It's there's there's race involved. There's obviously religion involved. There's the history of how now how the Palestinians have been treated, but even longer history of how. Uh, Jewish people have been treated throughout history in different parts of the world, and um, and especially from in the last century. But even before that, uh, Jews have been uh, have been uh, mistreated and maligned, and uh, and so the where do we go from here? And I think John, when he closed his his ended his call, I should say uh, about that's what we need to do is have a dialogue, have a discussion. And have the you know both both peoples have to survive. Uh, one one cannot be exterminated, uh, so the other can live. And the, anyone who espouses that is is just plain wrong, uh, and will be on the wrong side of history, obviously. And that counts Hezbollah among those. But um, but at the same time, Israel going in and vowing to destroy Hezbollah and basically kill everyone. Who took part in the attacks of October seventh, without uh, a terrible, terrible civilian losses, is um, it's just it's not doable. It seems that uh, here is a very crowded, small area, uh, and uh, with uh, infrastructure that uh, supports both Hamas and and Palestinian life all mixed together. And how do they move forward with uh, with that and uh, avoid civilian casualties? It just does not seem like it's possible. We'll take a quick break. We want to hear from you. We can talk about something closer to home or this if it's on your mind and uh, you got some thoughts. 360-676-5464 is our phone number here at KGMI Connects. Back in a moment. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. KGMI invites you to check out the new menu from an award-winning chef at the Bistro at the newly renovated Shucks and Golf Club. With flavors inspired by New Orleans, with ingredients from the Pacific Northwest, you'll enjoy one of the most creative restaurants in the region. All this week, listen to the KGMI Morning News and the KGMI Afternoon News to score a gift certificate to enjoy the Bistro at the newly renovated Shucks and Golf Club. Enjoy a handcrafted menu with a PNW flair, the Bistro at Shuxin. With KGMI. Where do you go to find the best steakhouse between Seattle and Vancouver, B.C.? Northwest Washington's famed Steakhouse at Silver Reef is the place for a winning, unforgettable fine dining. Savor our Northwest-sourced, dry-aged USDA prime steaks. Finished to perfection in our 1,800-degree broiler. Immerse yourself in world-class elegance. Browse our award-winning wine and spirit list, while our attentive staff help to create lasting memories. Reservations are recommended through SilverReefCasino.com or by calling Silver Reef Casino Resort. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions. 
formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Good to have you with us here on this Friday afternoon. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment on the Middle East, uh, give sure. my uh, input on it. Uh-huh. Uh, as, as a Christian, I realize that there's some instances in the Bible that just aren't simply valid any longer. Okay. Uh, m- most of it is is good. It's 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 very it's it's excellent. Uh, it's God's word. Okay. But I admit that some parts of it are not valid any longer in in our world. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But I think the same thing applies to the the Islamic uh, religion in that. Uh, uh, it's well known that uh, in the Quran uh, that it, it, they want to, uh, he said, basically to annihilate the Jewish people, and is, uh, Iran and their and their partners, uh, uh, the extremist Islamic uh, sect. Uh, uh, Iran and Hamas uh, uh, still follow that doctrine that that Muhammad laid out. That and the Israelis know this, and they aren't the Isla- extremist Islam- Islamists. They aren't uh, bashful about uh, stating that they want death to Israel, and they, and and now this isn't. Everyone in the Palestinian of the Palestinian people, but the extremists are, and uh, just what percentage uh, of the Palestinian people are extremists? I don't know, but the Hamas, which is in control there, uh, they are extremist Islamics, and so uh, this war. I don't know if uh, if there could be any peace or not because uh, they they keep stating that outdated uh, doctrine of death to Israel and mm-hmm. the Jewish people. Yeah, I mean, as I and I would agree, Hamas is not going to be a party for to peace uh, in this conflict. Um, I don't know that Netanyahu will either, actually, to be honest with you. I, and I'm not saying that he wants to exterminate the the Palestinians or anything like that, but I think he wants Israel to be dominant and to basically keep Palestinian, Palestine, uh, you know, ba- where it is and not have it to be any, any, any serious rival in any way, shape, or form. But that said, I think... Um, yeah, you know what you say. Uh, there are radicals um, among Islam that, um, that and I, it's been well said ever since, well, be well before nine eleven that uh, these folks are are really abusing the religion when they they invoke it and in, in their fight. But I mean, you look at even um, uh, because you know we hear they you know the the Quran tells uh, those uh, believers to kill the infidel. And uh, that sort of thing. When you know, I mean, most most Muslim families, most Muslims want to just coexist with the rest of the world, just like the rest of us. They they don't want to go on go about killing. That's not how they want to spend their time on this planet. 
there, but there are radicals among them for sure. But um, there aren't, you know, the, the numbers just don't add up when you got billions of Muslims and and some radical groups that are that can cause a lot of mayhem. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, I I just think that Netanyahu is in a very tough position because uh, he knows that they want to annihilate them. Well, yeah, and, they, and if if he was really uh, distraught, he would he would carpet bomb the whole area, and that would do it. Just but they aren't bomb. doing that. Well, because there are civilians there. I mean, there right. are millions of human beings that didn't have that's anything right. to do with October 7th or any other acts of terrorism. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I I think he's doing the only thing he can, okay. and that is go go in piece by piece and and uh, and take care of it. Okay. All right, Bruce. Appreciate you. Appreciate your thoughts. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing all right. Doing all right. What are your thoughts here? Oh, uh, Gaza. It's already kind of been somewhat of an independently run place, hasn't it? The Palestinian Authority controls security, and they're not really a nation or a government, but they well, Hamas sort of has like controlled one. it. Yeah, this, uh, Ariel Sharon withdrew all Israeli uh, forces and control. You know, back in what was it like two thousand seven or something like that. And just withdrew. So that's the case, but yeah, it has they, been self-governed basically by Hamas. Although Israel, so I think, has controlled much of the, you know, what goes in and out. You know what I mean? Right, because they have the land around it. They surround them. Uh-huh. But you know, as far as this two-state solution, very popular idea on the left. You hear about it all the time. So we just saw proof that it won't work because they already operated as an independent state, and if they did, if they did have their own nation and their own flag and their place at the UN and all that, they would still seek to do what they're doing. And it would have, it would Hamas just grow and grow would, and grow. Because, but, the, but the Palestinian Authority doesn't have any, any sway at all in, in the, the Gaza Strip. Palestinian Authority is basically controls what, what's left of right, the West Bank. Hamas, you know, Hamas came from Gaza, from that area. So even though they're separate, they are the same. Because you can't just say, oh, Hamas is bad, but we won't do nothing to the area because of the Palestinians. You know, it's it is impossible to not hurt innocents when it comes to war, it's com- especially when they take hostages. There is nothing you can do about it. It's sad, horrible, just the horriblest things of war. But it, it's either that or there's no response from Israel at all. And if that were the case, then Hamas would be emboldened to do more. So, but would they? I mean, that's that's the point sure that would. I brought up when it first when all this first happened. I mean, if Israel had shown restraint and not launched a war, would it have uh, undermined Hamas? And uh, and, no, made, and it, Hamas weakness. would still look like the bad guy now. And the focus would still be on Hamas and the awful things it did on October 7th, as opposed to what Israel is doing now. Do you know, do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, Joe, but optics are irrelevant to reality. Reality is, if Israel did nothing, it'd be a sign of weakness. Other nations would then start scratching their head like Iran. Oh, Israel's weak. Maybe we should go in. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. And then Hamas, a month later, might try something else. That's how deviant human nature is when it comes to dictatorships and evil and wickedness. So no response can be just as bad as a response because it could have led to far worse things. But you look look at what our response to 9-11 was, and we ended up being involved in Afghanistan for over 20 years. And to what end? And well, we got uh, Osama. And, it and took a while, so, but we got him. Yeah, but uh, we found him in Pal- uh, in Pakistan. I mean, not that I, I I thought we should have gone in to get Osama bin Laden and the people who actually attacked us on nine eleven. That made sense, but then they to try to occupy 90s. and nation build from there. Um, I, that, well, that seemed... Israel's not seeking to nation build. They have this little area, and they're not trying to conquer the whole Middle East and. Yeah. They're not putting out propaganda. I don't know. Two-state solution would work if you had good people who aren't seeking to annihilate and aren't putting out the death of the other people, you know, like, oh, we have to kill them and death to all Jews. And, you know, when that's said, I don't know that you can negotiate with that. No, I can't. I don't think. You just, You're that, right. There's just nothing there. Yeah, but let's say the Palestinian would, Authority is a different entity and and uh, and m- much different uh, outlook on the whole situation than Hamas. But yeah, well, they they work in the same area. They're they're neighbors. They're family members. They're I don't know what you call it. 
So the Palestinian Authority should then have some responsibility for not getting rid of Hamas, or they should ask for help to get rid of Hamas. Why wouldn't they do that? Well, Palestinian Authority isn't. Once again, they are uh, they they are the West Bank. The Hamas is Gaza. Hamas has controlled Gaza since uh, because basically they you know when Hamas was they held those elections back in uh, what I forget what year it was, but uh, they that elevated Hamas to to the leadership there in Gaza, and Hamas basically expelled the Palestinian Authority or anybody who was part of that. And so they've been at that point, it's a terrorist state. Mahmoud Abbas and and others who are, you know, the Palestinian leader and and those folks are all in the West Bank. But all right. Sometimes I think we should just leave them be and just let them figure it out. We just stay out of it and everybody else stay out of it too and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rich. Thanks for your thoughts. Appreciate it. All right, you bet. Let's go to Jim on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Uh, happy Friday to you. You too. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I, I applaud John, who called in, and he was talking about Abraham and all that, and uh, I applaud him for bringing up the subject, and he's right that we do need to focus on this. And I, I'm going to, uh, he left some things out, and he got some things wrong. I'm doing this out of memory, so, uh, but I have read the Bible, and I, I have read uh, parts of the Bible where it talks about Abraham, Sarah. So, uh, God told Abraham, go outside your tent. And look at this, and look up at the stars. And he went out. He looked up at the stars, and God told Abraham, "That's that's how many your offspring will be, uh, just a whole lot." So, and he went back in, told Sarah, his wife, uh, and she laughed. Uh, you I, can, know, I can imagine. She's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's not only that, Joe, but she laughed because she was old. Uh huh. Okay. She, she she was old, and that's very clear. You know, most Christians know this. It's real. That's why I'm sorry, John didn't bring this stuff up. And uh, so uh, Isaac is is the child of the promise because God promised through Sarah. He said through Sarah, you're gonna. He didn't. You know. And so uh, you know she laughed because she's old. And then uh, a little time went by. Probably God testing Abraham's faith and. And and Sarah said, "Here, here's my servant. You know, go in with her and and have a child." And that's what happened. That's how the uh, Arab race was born. But they, you know, the, I think they have a chip on their shoulder because uh, Ishmael was not the child of the promise. You know, so later on, uh, and and uh, Hagar made things really hard on Sarah because back in the day, most in. in Ancient times, and not even too ancient times, the power of the woman was being able to give children. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was a big, big deal. Uh, and so uh, Hagar was actually kind of, kind of hard on Sarah. You know, kind of, hey, I, I can have kids, and you can't. And it was, re- it was grievous to Sarah. This is all in the Bible. I'm not making this stuff up. Okay. And uh, and Sarah, you know, went and appealed to Abraham. Hey, you know, she's being really hard on me, and. And blah blah blah. So that's when he sent her out. You know, uh, Ishmael and Isaac. Isaac was too young to have problems with Ishmael. The problem was with Sarah and Hagar, and that's why Hagar and, and Ishmael were sent out. So it's he got that really wrong. There's a great big chip on the shoulder of the Arabs, I think, because they are not. Their race came from Ishmael, and they are not from the child of the promise. And that, and so John's right to bring this stuff up, but we got to get our facts right. If somebody could call in and correct a few things that I said. But anyway, I just want to straighten that yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, so we're the these were all descendants of Abraham, but uh, from right. different now are, are these were different wives of of Abraham, Sarah, and yeah, actually, Hagar. Hagar was not a wife. John was wrong about that. Hagar, okay. Hagar was was their servant. Oh, okay. In fact, I, it says right in the but Bible. But she bore there, children. She bore Abraham children. One child. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That child that that began the Arab race, and and the Arabs know this really well. That's why I think the Arabs know the Bible really well. Abraham is their father, mm-hmm. and so I think they might feel like you know going back, you know, over two thousand years, they might feel like kind of second class, and I think maybe that's part of the reason why maybe the Jews are hated. You know, because God, it looks like he loves them more. But he also said, 
to but Christians, uh, I think we have to be honest, be honest. The Christians of all stripes have have mistreated Jews over through throughout history as well. Yeah, so, terrible. Uh, yeah, That's I mean, and, un, and un, un, I can't understand that. Yeah, um, and and I can't either. I I don't know wh- how how that came about. But uh, but in all three right. all three religions though recognize Jesus Christ as having been a a, a alive a being a person. I know they don't all uh, you know Christianity is the one well, that that uh, considers him uh, uh, holy or of of God. Others right. don't. You know the 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 Jewish religion and and um, and Islam consider him uh, as a prophet of sorts. Well, yeah, the the Jews consider him like kind of a nice guy and a good guy, but he didn't make it into their holy scriptures. Uh-huh. And they, I think, the Jews are smart enough to know that they need to keep Christians as their friend because really, a true Christian is going to be really nice to to the Jews. A true Christian, if they're following, you know, our Lord's teaching, you know, he's very clear about how to treat people, especially especially the Jewish race. So he's. I don't know how that got. I don't know how Christians. I don't know if they were Christians or just ran under that flag. How they they could mistreat the Jews. I mean, I just don't. That's I don't understand. And Christians uh, who follow Christ, uh, they're looked really down upon. But they're an infidel, just like the Jews are an infidel. You know, so that's really warped and twisted. So it's. Well, but that's all pretty clear. Okay, but once again. Um... Regardless, I mean, it kind of goes back to the argument yesterday when Ben Allen Boss was chiding me for uh, being, you know, being a Democrat when the Democratic uh, platform here in Whatcom County talks about uh, legalization right. of uh, some, uh, personal possession of hard drugs. And I said, I don't agree with that. Well, that I apparently then I should leave the party because I don't agree with that one platform. But uh, I think yeah. with with you know it, when it comes to whatever and I haven't read the Quran so I don't I don't pro- well, I have not I don't, either I, I, I don't I, claim I to know everything it. that it says and I know yeah. what's what it's been charged of uh of commanding uh, the followers of Islam to do but right. still if you look at the reality in the world people the people want to live in harmony with other people regardless of what uh, an ancient book says about their religion or how they should conduct themselves. There's, I, except uh, there's a lot of Arabs who don't seem to want to live in harmony with the Jews. That that is well that is true. There the are evidence there are yeah, there are some, but it's not I I would I would say that it's not not in any way, shape or form the majority. But uh, thanks for your thoughts, Jim. I've got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more here on KGMI Connects back in just uh well just a few minutes and we'll take your calls. Three six zero six seven six five four six for. What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? I know one thing. I'm going to prepare the turkey. Oh, yeah? How are you going to do it? You ever use the blowtorch method? No. How does that work? See, here's what you do. You get yourself the blowtorch, and you get a turkey. And this is where things get complicated. Does it do a good job? It's so juicy. You just peel off all the blackened skin, and voila! How long's that take? Ah, about seven hours, depending on the size of your bird. Standing there with the blowtorch the whole time? Nah, I'll get the kids to help. But your kids are three and five. When it comes to preparing the Thanksgiving turkey, there's a new method every year. But one thing never changes. The joy of being with those you love. So this Thanksgiving, however you choose to prepare your turkey, get to the airport the traditional way on Bel Air Airport or Shuttle. Avoid paying high fuel prices, parking, and the worst traffic of the year. Sit back, relax, and watch the frenzied world from inside Airporter's luxury motor coach. With enough round trips daily, you'll find the one that's just right for you. Visit airporter.com today. That's airporter.com. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. Have you found PNW Perks yet? You're gonna want to, cause these deals are for real. PNW Perks, your fast track to incredible deals from the best businesses in Northwest Washington. New deals go live every Thursday at 8 a.m. One new deal every week. 
If you're hearing this, it means this week's deal is now sold out. But you can go to pmwperks.com right now to preview our next fabulous offer. All weekly deals are half off. Adulting can be hard, so let Cascade Radio Group save you money. Want to go to a favorite local restaurant? How about being able to buy a $50 gift certificate for just $25? You can with PNW Perks. New dining deals, deals on experiences, and other incredible offers go live every Thursday at 8 a.m. from the best businesses in Northwest Washington. Deals are limited and go fast. This week's deal is now sold out. Go to this station's website or check out pmwperks.com for a preview of what you'll save next week. pmwperks.com, a Cascade Radio Group presentation. Get informed and inspired with Saturday Morning Live on KGMI. Join a group of knowledgeable hosts as they present a variety of guests and viewpoints on issues important to our area and to you and your family. Sponsored by Asset Advisors, LLC at Linden Sheet Metal each Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday afternoon, and uh, we do have a few minutes. Take your call, 360-676-5464. And just our discussion today, and talk about uh, biblical history and and these types of things. It really is incredible how long these... I guess what what happened to ancestors or how people were treated, how long those those injustices can linger with uh, people and populations and communities that, uh, you know, just it doesn't just uh, disappear because all of a sudden, oh, you know, Israel has a state now. Well, you know, everything awful that happened to Jewish people throughout the ages doesn't just disappear or um, now you know, why don't Palestinians just give it up and just just accept that Israel is there and will always be there, which I think it should be. Uh, but uh, obviously they are set on re- restoring to one degree or another what what they thought they had, I guess, <laughs> back before Israel was created. But um, it's uh, it's um, uh, not a situation that's been ongoing, and I, I think we've all at one time or another just said, will there ever be an end to this? And just realized or came to the conclusion that no, there won't be, that uh, this will just continue on and on and on. Uh, but, um, it, I mean, it speaks to injustices that have been done here in our country. We talk about racism and systemic racism, that this is no such thing, or that you know, we've we've made progress since the since the fifties, sixties, times of segregation, and we've you know we have uh, laws now that um, that uh, that guarantee everybody an equal equal opportunity. But the reality isn't the same, uh, and um, quite frankly, uh, these animosities they stay with people, even if they didn't personally experience this. Their ancestors experienced it, and they these injustices. And uh, so it stays with people. I think it's evident uh, all around the world in these different populations. But we'll take one more quick break and be back with more here on KGMIK next time to take your call 360-676-5464. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC Electrical and Plumbing. We are grateful to have served you for over 50 years. As a thank you for choosing Barron, we're giving back through our Barron Furnace Fund this holiday season. Thanks to you, our team is thrilled to be able to give a furnace to three families in need of heat this winter. Here at Barron, we know the importance of keeping your home safe, warm, and comfortable. The Furnace Fund will provide proper heat for a family that would otherwise go without. So as the weather gets cold, help us eliminate one more worry for those in need by giving the warmth of a furnace. If you know a family that can benefit from this gift, we want to hear about it. Visit barronheating.com for details and to recommend a deserving family now through November 30th. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. Ready to upgrade your comfort system? For a limited time, Barron is offering a free water heater with the purchase of a new heating and cooling system. Don't wait. Call Barron for details today. 
Dr. John's Auto Clinic, located in Bellingham on Kentucky Street, is here for your auto repair and service needs. Trusted and affordable auto repair in Bellingham for over 25 years. Ask about their oil change and maintenance inspections. You can hear Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic every Saturday on In the Shop on Newstalk 790 KGMI. Or check out Dr. John's Auto Clinic at djautoclinic.com. And on Facebook for the latest in auto repair news. Dr. John's Auto Clinic, reliable, honest, and a part of this community for over 25 years. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday afternoon, and we're just about out of time, but I want to let you know that um, we do appreciate the service of all our veterans. And, uh, of course, today's sort of the the unofficial Veterans Day. Tomorrow, the 11th, is Veterans Day, and there are a number of uh, remembrances and... uh, Ceremonies happening or here around Whatcom County. You can find uh, more information at kgmi.com. We got football playoffs, high school football playoffs tonight and tomorrow. Uh, coming up a little bit later, about 5:35, the pregame, six o'clock kickoff here on KGMI for Bremerton at Linden. That game down at Civic Field. This is uh, fall football weather, is it not? Uh, Linden Christian already underway. They're playing in at Blaine High School. They're taking on Connell. And uh, that game is currently underway. That's over on KPUG. Later this evening, you'll hear uh, Ferndale taking on Mount Tahoma. That game in Ferndale at Ferndale High School. Uh, Once again, that'll be on KPUG. And tomorrow afternoon, 435 pregame, 5 o'clock kickoff on KPUG is uh, Cascade Christian at Nooksack Valley. That game also at Civic Field if you want to go experience it in person. Uh, real quick, we got Ed on Samish Island. Hi, Ed. Hello, uh, uh, Joe. Can you hear me? Okay, I can. Yeah. What's on your mind? If you read your Hebrew Bible, go ahead and look at the land that God promised the Hebrews in Canaan. Go ahead and look at what He promised them. They never have possessed anything like that, and they do not now. So, what can we say about that? I'm. Um, I, I don't know. What is, what's your conclusion? That you do not read the Bible to understand history. You look at history if you want to understand the Bible. Well, that's what I tend to think. I'm not a religious person, I have to admit, and I'm not a, a scholar of the Bible, but, um, and I understand many people turn to the Bible and, and, and take it to heart. Um, it seems to me, though, that we're in modern times now, and to use ancient texts um, to determine political boundaries and uh, how we treat our neighbors, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. to determine these kinds of conflicts between populations, I don't know that it's a winning formula. But Good, right, one. Good one. All right. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. And that's all the time we have this week. We'll be back on Monday, 4 o'clock, for more of your calls and your thoughts here on KGMI Connects. Hope you have a great weekend.